opportunity that we get to come into his courts and give him praise. And I, I ask that you do this all the time. I need to do it all the time. Brooklyn needs to do it all the time. I know I need to do it all the time. Double. If you want, he inhabits the praise of his people. Right. And we're about to give him praise. We're about to give him, sing him songs. Even if you think you don't sound right, just sing. Because God loves your voice. Yeah. God loves your hands raised. God loves everything about you as long as you're giving him the glory. And we're just going to come in tonight and give him the glory for everything he's done in our lives and everything he's going to do in our lives. Because he's the King of kings and Lord of lords and host of hosts. And he's the most of most. And I can't think of anyone better. Most of the most. Shout out to him. Yes. To give him shouts on high and just praise him. And, and let our praise now usher in the whole week to where we wake up in the morning, even if we're sleeping. Like, Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you. As I wake up at 3 or 3.30 or 4, whenever it is I get up tomorrow morning and just give him a praise and just usher that in. But ask Brooklyn to lead us in prayer. One of these days she will. <laughs> And dear Heavenly Father. Me? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Jimmy, go. <laughs> go. No, it's okay. Pray. Sing it or pray? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you're going to sing. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. I'm trying to get things set up. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We worship you tonight, Lord, and we pray that you help us to have a heart of praise. Uh, whatever it is that we're dealing with in our hearts, Lord, I pray that we lay it down before you and we usher you into this service. We usher you into the, the message that's going to come forth. We usher you into our hearts and our minds. We give you free reign in who we are and allow us to be the instruments of glory that you made us to be. Lord, we lift up Sister Jessica and Sister Judy and, and Brother Lath and, and Brother Stan and anyone else, uh, my wife, anyone dealing with pain, Brother Jimmy, Brother... Uh, Larry, anyone that's dealing with any kind of physical ailment, whether it's spiritual, mental, whatever it is, Lord, we ask for your healing and your divine touch in each and every one of our lives and that you help us to be the instrument and the catalyst for Christ to help us go out into this world and show them who you are. We thank you and we praise you tonight and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all are going to teach the teacher tonight. We're going to define the definers. How's that? Hallelujah. Got your word? Thank you. Amen. Brother Nathan. Here we go. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I will abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I will stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'll tell you what, dude. Make it real handy since there's just a few. Y'all scoot over here. Everybody scoot. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Jeffrey says Jessica's home. You've got to pray. Yes, sir. Let's tell them church is clapping. How about that? Okay, here we go. I messaged him today. He said, we're breaking out of this place. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. Oh, they're glad to have Mama home. Okay. Amen. Okay. Back in the book of 2 Timothy tonight. I had a good time in there this morning. I tell you what, I 
enjoyed the whole service today. Me too. It's amazing what you can get done with just a few folks. Amen. Don't have to have a whole mega church for God's presence to be present. We're going to look at one verse tonight, and I may refer to some other ones, but um, this says a lot, and uh, we've all got Bibles, pretty much, I mean, there's Bibles through the church, most homes have at least one Bible, some multiple, I've got bukus, uh, different translations, different versions, uh, they've been translated into different languages all over the globe, there's still some languages they haven't been, and they're working on that, to reach people groups that are far and distant and very remote, which we don't understand the thing about here because we live in wonderful America and everything's available. There's places uh, in the deep jungles of South America, remote places over in Asia, mountainous regions, stuff where they really don't have the Word of God, and that's what missionaries do. They take it to them. And uh, many times they have to learn their languages as much as they can in order to convey the Word of God to them. So it isn't like it is right here. You can flip on the TV and you can have an assortment of somebody telling you something. Might not be right, but they'll be telling you something. Uh, uh, you know, we got things we wear on our sides that you can access all kinds of Bible information, uh, concordances, dictionaries, uh, versions, uh, somebody's opinion. You can access books. Now, right here, you don't have to have a hard copy anymore. Just go to Kindle or Amazon or whatever. And you got a book all of a sudden in your hand made up of pages, ink, and verbiage. What books are, right? What's this book? What's this book to you? The life. Life? Life. What else? Sword. Sword. Everything truth. Everything truth. Go ahead. What's it do? Kenny, what's it do? Deal. It's a technique. When you have trouble, you can go take. All right. Anybody else want to jump in here? Okay. I mentioned ink on paper for a reason. I can write anything down on a piece of paper. And unless you're very wise and knowledgeable, I can make you believe it. By the way, I write it how illustrious I am in presentation, uh, proper words I want to say, you know, punctuations even sometimes very often make a difference. Uh, the way I convey it. You never see me, right? I could write it. You don't see me, do you? If I write you a book and you're, you don't see me, you see what's on the page. You read what's there. And in some form or fashion, you will understand that to some degree. Maybe a lot, maybe a little bit, maybe in between. But this word's different. This book is a roadmap of life. Amen. It's the reason that we even have salvation today. And I said that, and you've heard me say this many times, because this is that. This is Jesus. The word is alive. Amen. Because Jesus is alive. That's a necessity. We've got to believe Jesus is alive or yep. we're washed out to start with. Mm -hmm. 
He's alive. He was resurrected on the third day after his death. He's alive. He's in heaven with God. This is his word. This is the word of God. Now, Paul in his instructions to Timothy, he said a lot of things, uh, writing again to this youngster who was, again, just beginning his missionary trail. He was setting up to go out. He was going to see a lot of people. He was going to have interaction. He was going to have communications with folks he'd never seen before in his life. He was going to go places he'd never been. He was going to have an adventure. Let's just say that. An adventure. What is an adventure? Somebody tell me in your terms, what is an adventure? What? Can be, can be. You say boring? Exploring. Oh, I thought you said boring. It can be boring. <laughs> exploring, that's right. What are you exploring? Where you're going, right? Where you're going. What's your internet? What is this? Is this an adventure? Is it exploring? What are we exploring? The way to get there. The ways of God, right? The kingdom Amen. of God. The, the things that God spoke. This was spoken by God. This was spoken uh, through the Holy Spirit to the early writers, being the disciples and apostles that we have here before us in the New Testament. Uh, four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are made up of the life of Jesus and the events of his ministry and the work of the cross and his death, burial, and resurrection, and even afterward before he ascended to heaven. Uh, that's called the Gospel. Now, the word Gospel has been attributed to the entire Bible at times. They call this the Gospel or the word of truth, or the Bible. There's a lot of uh, defining terms for, for God's word. But here, what do, we ha what do we have it for? What do we have God's word for? So it can look pretty under our coffee table or in a closet somewhere, or display it out for our visitors to come and say, hey, we got a Bible in our house. How do you become a doer? What are you going to do? I told y'all, y'all going to teach the teacher tonight. The Word. You're going to do the Word, but what's in the Word? Can you tell me what's in the Word? There's a whole lot in there, Pastor. Healing. Come on. Bringing people to salvation. Come on. You know, miracles, all of it. You know, from front to back. There's a lot. Can we really do it if we don't get it in the first place? How do we get it? You got to read it. Read it. It's a start. Study. 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 Believe it. Read it. 15th verse of chapter 2, second Timothy. Now, this is the importance that a lot of folks miss. Y'all reading it? It's good. If we don't read it, we're sure not going to get to the point of the next. If we simply have one, we put it in our arm and carry it to church with us, and then we go home and we lay it wherever we lay it, and we pick it up again next week and we carry it back to church. Or even if we open it up, kind of look at it a little bit, yeah, yeah, kind of in put it back up. It's not going to do us a whole lot of good. But there's something that does a wonder, wonderful amount of good, and that first word in verse 15 says study. Study. You kids study for homework, yeah. test, or do y'all just go take it? Don't answer that. <laughs> I'll go ask your teacher. <laughs> Just kidding. But to emphasize that, you know, they're here tonight and they're they're situated in some grade of school and 
may continue their education, but the defining factor, if you really want to know something, you've got to study it. If you really want to learn through deep degrees of what it is you're reading, you've got to study it. How do you study it? What's that mean? What, what do we do when we study? I mean, let's go through the motions here. Somebody tell me. You're going to study something. What are you, what are you going to do? You're going to start doing it. You start doing it. What, what are you going to start doing? Well, I kind of look at it as heat and air when I started studying it. I had to had to read it. To study it, I had to go do it. I had to go perform what I was apply. Was re apply what I was yeah. reading. Yeah. Okay. Did that make any difference? Makes all the difference. Instead of just reading it? Yes. Research, prayers, definitely apply. Study here in a biblical sense is talking about to earnestly endeavor to diligently determine. So I remember I said we're going to define definers. What does earnestly mean? If you earnestly do something, what are you doing? wholehearted, eager, pouring yourself into it, digging. Uh, what's an endeavor? How do you endeavor in something? You begin by doing it. You put yourself in and you start working at it. And diligently so. What's diligent? Wholeheartedly, uh, serious about it. Find yourself to do what? To determine. What are we going to determine? Now, it's not given away yet. I know this is a short scripture, but really until we get to the end of the scripture, we're not going to find out what it is we're trying to determine. That's the way God is a lot of times. He don't give it up to you right up front. He wants you to dig for it. That's where a lot of people quit. Well, I thought I was just supposed to be told and the preacher was supposed to tell me all this. I can't even begin to tell you in an hour or the long-winded hour and a half or so that I preach on Sunday morning. I can't even begin to tell you the entirety of this word. That's why it's relying upon each one of us to do our own researching, our own digging, our own endeavoring, and earnestly so, and being diligent. And once we begin this, we begin to mine up treasures and jewels out of God's word that we can apply in daily living or family living. young ladies and young men here tonight there's treasures and jewels in here kind of guides you and who you need to be looking for for a mate in the future mm -hmm. what qualities ways to treat folks uh, you know there's scriptures all over the place and that's just one example uh, the normal daily course of life that we go through there's information all through God's word to tell us how to do that We've been through some of that lately, discussed various things. I mean, you name anything, it's there. Any issue of life, you'll find it here. Problems, you'll find it. Uh, avenues uh, to take, they're here. And in the very first word, and we're breaking this down because this is something we need to understand. He said, study to show thyself approved unto God. That interest anybody? Amen. You be approved unto God. Amen. Study to show thyself approved. This is an interesting term because 
To show literally means you ever hear of assaying? Anybody know what that means? Where you take a raw ore product and you heat it up real fine and the contaminants drift out and the precious metal rises to mm. the top and you can skim it off and there's no contaminants. That's what show means in this place. What study does, right? How does study do that, what I just explained? How does study in God's Word wash out the contaminants and bring you more about a purity in God? It's an easy concept to understand. Just think about it. Somebody tell me, how's it going to work? What if you've been out here drifting around and you've been doing something that you didn't know was wrong, and all of a sudden you're in God's Word and stuff? Oh my goodness. Let me study that a little bit. What? Revelation 9. Yeah. What would that might cause you to want to do? Stop doing what you found out was wrong in God's Word, and then there's all kinds of things we replace with good. God's Word full of good. It does have examples of bad. That's, that's how we learn good, because there's bad. Remember the lady named Eve one time? She wanted to find out about good and evil. She did, and now we are the recipients of her decision. Uh, so there's good and there's bad. There's good and there's evil, and through God's word, we're able to, by studying, determine the difference. Now, some things are real bold, easy to identify. Some things aren't. Some things are very subtle and creeping into your life that wants to set up camp and and uh, cause you issues and cause you problems. And we have a society today that's absolutely reeking with that because they don't know God's word. Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. So if you want real knowledge, your true source is God. Uh-huh. Right? Let's just talk about it. Where in the world did knowledge come from in the first place? God. It, what, what is knowledge? Knowing. It's the ability to know or, or knowing. Where'd that come from? Only God. It can only be because God created everything. Now, he didn't create evil, bad stuff. That, that went afoul when man fell. I've had people question me a lot about that. Well, if God's such a good, loving God, why does he allow this to happen? Why does he allow tragedies to happen? Why do people die? But, hey, this isn't God's fault. That's what, if you study the Word, you'll find that out. This is something that happens as a result of a sinful people and a sinful society. That's the consequences, okay? You find that out too in here. But studying to show ourselves approved unto God, show and approved are directly related, and it means that we refine ourselves, purify ourselves by doing what? Studying. Amen. What do we do as far as studies involved? Let's go ahead and break that down. When we study, what's going on? Okay. What's happening as a result of that? Gaining knowledge. Gaining knowledge and understanding. Understanding. What's that? Being able to apply and know how to use what you learn. Okay. What's wisdom? Solomon talked about it all the time in the book of Proverbs. Knowledge, knowledge wisdom, understanding. He called them kins people. Kins women is what he called them. You know why I called them that? Because they have the ability to reproduce. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding reproduce wonderful things. Now, they can produce bad things, don't get me wrong, because by knowledge and all this, and there's even some criminal wisdom out there that's that's really something else. But anyway, it's happening more every day. But 
how do you gain we're going to talk about knowledge which is first then you get understanding and then comes wisdom is wisdom valuable yeah. what do we do with this thing called wisdom what's it for I like to think of wisdom as a trigger. If you're dealing with any situation, because of your knowledge and the understanding that's been applied to knowledge, all of a sudden, through also an added element called experience, the experiences of life. When you begin to add those up, when you're dealing with an issue, all of a sudden, you got a trigger that automatically kicks in. It's called Amen. wisdom. It'll see the same. Get your hands off of that, go some other direction, or give you some kind of response. That's the value of wisdom which comes from studying directly related to studying so let's learn pick on somebody tonight and learn what you uh, use what you've learned use what you've learned right uh, it's to a degree in just about anything you do in life there's wisdom to inject okay what I mean by that now give me you ever had a, a, an issue or a situation where you just kind of got the answer because you've been studying the Word of God and you knew exactly what to do at the time? Then you didn't have an issue anymore. Uh-huh. Amen. Isn't that remarkable how that works? Why? Because the Word of God is powerful, sharper than two-edged sword. I said that this morning. Able to divide and sunder between bone and joint and, all, you know, just wonderful ability. It applies to this scripture. You're, this is open to comments and questions. If you got questions, please ask. Nobody's going to think you're silly or anything because I want you to get the value of what it means to study the word of God and, and the approval as we study and we gain the knowledge of God he's very attentive to that he sees that because when it's applied to our life God's always viewing us don't, don't ever think you're living in the shadows God can't see you he's all the time viewing you and as he sees the effective response to your study and you're applying that to your living I'm going to insert right here, just come to me. Sometimes people you run with ain't going to go this route, kids. They ain't going to go the route of, of wisdom and understanding. They're going to go different directions, and that's where you got to make a decision, a break decision. Uh, you know, you get close enough to the fires, you'll get singed, and sometimes you might get burnt real good. So that's a deep. I believe Tanner used that before. What's the first yeah. time you ever remember of something hot in there? Did you have to touch it to find out really what hot meant? Mom and Daddy says, hot, that's hot. No, you had to find out for yourself, didn't you? It all did. And that's just an example. It's a simple example. But uh, God's Word to tell you what's hot before you uh, ever have to touch it. <laughs> if you'll study okay? Read it. Any comments? Go ahead. I've, I've just realized, not, well, I've been doing it for a couple years now, but it's kind of silly, but you know, I, I have to mow grass at Victory, so I've learned I get a lot out of. Usually, it's when I have to go to Tolk or something, it takes me about three hours to mow there. But usually, I buy not real nice set headphones, and I usually listen to the Bible just off my phone, and I, I get a lot out of that. And I think it's because I have no distractions at all, because all I have is sitting on the mower, no phone. I'm not in the truck having to drive. You know, it's just just back and forth, back so. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of answers. I guess I would say a lot of studying. Just, yeah. just from things that I've like. I've listened. I probably listen. Timothy is some of my favorite stuff, and I listen to it all the time. 
and it's crazy because I always go, man, how did I miss that before? Yeah. Like you were saying, sometimes it would be something I've been praying about or mm-hmm. seeking about, and just and just bam, it just comes to you just through, just through, you know. Yeah. I got to ask you: Have you ever seen your work enhanced or improved because of what you're doing? Your physical work that you're talking about being involved? Oh yeah, yeah. I probably look kind of retarded because I raise my hands a couple. Sometimes you just get excited even when you're on, you know. Yeah. Holy Ghost hit you on a lawnmower. You yeah. get chills like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> like knees just happen. You need to pray. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody else? Uh, John. Yeah, I'll just use an example. I ran into not too long ago. Uh, I'm not on Facebook much anymore, but I was scrolling through, and it was just a discussion on the um, the King James or the, like, the new translations and all that. And one was all the way for the King James, and then someone is was saying why they cut out the scriptures and all that. And of course, I wanted to be like, it's like, I wanted to put my two cents in, but the Holy Spirit's like, no, no. Yeah. And, and he's like, leave it alone, drop it, and walk off. But if I didn't listen to him for the wisdom, because it was just going to stir up more strife and the fighting over that discussion. And I mean, it was a discussion, but it seemed like it was going yeah. wonkers. And- you know, you're so right because, you know, there's people out here who lives in a shark tank and they're looking to feed them. Yeah. They're waiting on a comment. Yeah, they're waiting. Or they can pounce. See a lot of people drawn into that. And most of the time, you're going to get bogged down in the thing. You, you, very seldom you're ever going to win because it's all for the sake of argument. The Bible explicitly says right here, it's talking about, it says shine profane and vain babblings. Yeah. That's kind of what you're talking about. And not that they're profane, but it's it's in vain. I mean, you're never going to get anywhere. And that's wisdom kicking in. That's what I was talking about a while ago. Wisdom kicks in. Tell Sean, leave it alone. Move on to something more productive. It seemed like they wanted to discuss think, it. it think like about the bigger old. Yeah, think about the time people spend up doing this kind of stuff. <laughs> arguing. Arguing a lot. I'm about to abandon the same thing because that's about all it's become. And I, I'm not on it that much at all, but it's become an addiction for one thing people can't live without it that's called an addiction so we need to weigh that okay study to show thyself approved and to God a workman that needeth not be ashamed what's a workman what do you think of when you hear workman a worker (laughs) what a worker okay what's a worker do workman what develops from this very basic sense of basically a labor knowledge what else as you begin to do things what what takes place what goes along okay you're learning something get some knowledge now what about some experience how to's how to do it better you become a real craftsman don't you think about that that's really what workmen here, it's not just called about a sweating laborer. It's talking, when it says it explicitly, and we'll read it again, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. What would he be ashamed of? Not knowing the word, not studying. Well, the, the product, a workman's always rendering a product, right? Yeah, amen. Okay, in aspect of the scripture, what are we rendering? What are we, who are, a product of God, right? Amen. So if we brought something that, full of shame which would be 
everything denying the word of God and living away from it and doing things that are contrary to God, even sinful, then that's our product, right? That's why we've got this. To help us to out of workmanship and and the crafting and becoming more tedious in what we do that the presentation or what we're going to produce and present to God would be better. Okay? Does that make sense? How are we going to do that? Well, you can't uh, can't lead nobody to God if you don't know what you're talking about. You're trying to sell them one product and you're another product, it's kind of hard to make that sale. Amen. Yeah. See, if you, if you had never studied it, never had read it, then you can't you can't lead nobody to God. Yeah. And you'll probably get caught in a trap because they're going to ask you something. <laughs> they're going to ask you something and they want you to explain it. Now, there's times when it's okay to so say, I don't know, but I'll find out because, again, some, but just simple things. I won't say most, but a lot of people out here, they know enough Bible to ask you a question yeah. and see what kind of response you're going to have. What's it say about this? Well, what's it say about that? You know, yeah. that's again... As we study, we, we gather up. We begin to build uh, knowledge, information, uh, understanding, which leads us to wisdom. Okay. They, they asked me a, uh, a few times, uh, maybe asked me where scripture was in the Bible about certain other things. Well, I don't, I can't tell you right now, but you give me an hour and I'll tell you. You know what's in there, yeah. So I'm gonna find, find out. Yeah. Where it's at, I, I can't tell you where it's at. I'm quoting you some scripture, but I can't tell you where they're at. Yeah. God didn't put that up here yet. Well, for information, the chapters and numbers weren't there in the first place anyway. Don't know that. The original Bible wasn't written with chapter numbers and cha uh, verse numbers. It was all one big long uh -huh. Amen. Uh, parchment and documents. Uh, of course, the New Testament wasn't written for quite a while after Jesus was here. Uh -huh. So we have now both contained in, in the Word of God. All right. Rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Rightly dividing. What in the world does rightly dividing mean? Okay, I'm going to pull a real simple example. Y'all ever build a sandwich? You ever cut it? What's it look like when you get done cutting? Like the other side. Just like the other Okay, get that in your mind. Okay. Rightly dividing. The term here, you rightly dividing, is cut it straight. I love it because I love to cut the word straight. Y'all know that, I hope. I don't make no bundles about to cut the word straight as best I can. When we do that, uh, it gives us an ability to precisely understand it. Now, have you ever listened to anybody when you got done? This, you're just confused? Yes. I don't even know what they, I'm talking preaching, folks. I don't know what they even said. I've, I've heard some, and I've, I've got to get Webster's and go find, figure out what in the world the words they're using mean because they're so intellectual in their presence and I'm not knocking them if they've got a crowd of intellectuals then get after it buddies but 
the word needs to be preached and taught where it can be understood. Rightly dividing is talking about cut it straight for a purpose. You get it right. Amen. There's 10 jillion different opinions of this word. There's translations and, and all kinds of things uh, that have been, there's literally denominations that have split over one verse. Factually. We don't like the way you interpret that, so we're going to go start our whole other church. That has happened more times than once. That's just an example because people get all bogged down because they don't study and they don't get a cut straight understanding of what God's Word is saying. I've seen people, you brought up Sean, I've seen people argue about the Word of God to a point of a fist fight. Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Have fallen out over something religious. That's crazy. So, in this verse, the latter part of it, reading it again, rightly dividing the word of truth. What's the word of truth? This has been referred to as the word of truth. It is the word. But what is word of truth? Word here actually means something spoken. And we know God spoke this, don't we? So, the word of truth, truth's the last word. It's what I said. We're going to get to the end before we understand what the beginning is talking about. This is the goal. Study the word of truth. We can present ourselves to God. Okay. The word of truth is being, God spoke everything into existence. Right? Amen. Agree on that? <coughs> In God's infinite wisdom that's uncontained and, and immense more than I could yeah, the ways of God's not our ways and our ways are not his ways that's a pretty good beginning right there I might not understand something that's okay God said it then that's the way it is we don't argue with God right Amen. we don't argue with God right I'm going to say it a third time we don't argue with God right <laughs> if he says something he didn't he didn't say it where we could argue with him he said it because he meant it. And it's not hard to understand uh, what it is that God expects out of us. The word of truth, let's see, I want to define truth. How would you define truth? Let's throw it out here. Some of you mentioned that. How would you define truth? If you're talking about this, how would you define it? Somebody's got an idea. Come on, Sean, hit the back door back there. You're thinking I was, I was wheels are turning. Think of a word that could describe this kind of word is truth. It's just word to know if it's true. That's a main right. But so what is truth? Facts. What? Facts. Facts. Absolutely. The only truth, real truth, real, real, real truth is God truth. Why? Because God can't lie. He can't be dishonest. He can't. Uh, it's it's total. But biblically, to put it like this, it's the reality as a base as to what's being what appears. Does that make sense? Okay, this appears, doesn't it? We got we got the type. We're reading it, so it's appearing to us, right? On the surface. Agree? When you read something, this book, any book you're getting a visual presentation of what's on the surface but there's a base called 
absolute reality from what appears. That's where study comes in. Well, how many times have you read something on the surface you thought meant one thing until you went and checked it out and that ain't what it meant at all? Or you got your knowledge enhanced or your understanding reproved. Uh-huh. Amen. And you gain some wisdom from it. That's kind of partly that's what this is talking about. Uh, it's a superimposition of, uh, I don't know if they still got them, but sometimes they had these machines you could lay something over and superimpose like a document or something and then it would cover that and you ever see one of those? I'm telling off of my age. We used to have them in school. Maybe they don't have them anymore. But um, the word of truth is reality in the ultimate. That's this. Opinions don't matter. This is what matters. Uh, this is real. More real than you can imagine real is. That's the basis. So the foundation, maybe I should use the foundation, the reality, there's there's a substructure of reality of, as a foundation that we have as to what we see appearing. Therefore, we dig into it to find what it is down in the reality that we're looking for from the surface, okay? Does that make better sense? Okay, like a mine? How about a gold mine? That should spark. Gold mine's been discovered in your backyard. <laughs> we better go. What are you going to do? You're going to start digging. Okay? You're going to throw a little dirt and quit? No. You're going to keep, you're going to look. It's like, it's guaranteed reality, right? It's there. No doubt. Gold is there. Promise. You're going to be digging, right? Amen. There's more than gold in this. Yeah. Amen. If we'll dig for it. There's more treasures to be had than we can imagine. And what we gain more than we really understand or appreciate is the simple facts again of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Things that mean the most. You don't see a whole lot of uh, extraordinary uh, you know, possessions and and you know, the Bible does talk about prosperity and there are those of the Bible that had a lot of belonging but it doesn't really go there most of the time what it, the word goes to is the simple things that we need the most again we need knowledge we're not going to get knowledge if we don't study you couldn't do what you mentioned a while ago you wouldn't have no way of doing it if you didn't know how to do it then you apply yourself uh -huh. and become adept at it Nobody has to come along now and hold a book out, and you got to look at it every time you need to do something, right? Why? Because you got it. Ask you a pressure, you probably tell me just like that. What it's supposed to be. Uh, some of you could give me examples in your world. Uh, it is the same way with God's word. You you got an associate, and you're going somewhere with them, and all of a sudden something didn't smell just about right, and you picked up on it because you've been in God's word, and you identified and. You know, you have to, you have to adjust. Uh, you ever hear of guilt by association? Uh, amen. You get arrested too just because you was there? Amen. I've had them tell me, believe you me. I didn't do it. Sorry, you was with them. That might not sound fair. People have problems with things like that. Read the Word of God. There, there's a... 
account after account, and I'm not being condemning, don't get me wrong, just account after account. There's one account, one, one guy was giving Moses trouble when he's leading the children through the wilderness. And all of a sudden the earth opened up and swallowed 23,000 of them, including him, and closed back up on him. He was arguing with the word. He was arguing with God who spoke the word. He, you see, this may be getting off on a different message almost, but uh, this scripture bears a lot of significance in everything we do. Because if we don't take the word serious, and we don't have enough heart about us to want to know what, what is underlying in this. You know, the scriptures are great, but let's dig into them. Let's look and see what's really here. Let's go further. How do we do that? You got a scripture, how am I going to go any further? You connect scriptures, words and scriptures to other scriptures with the same words, and you need to begin to develop some thought and some understanding. Okay? There, there is kind of an art to it, but it's not that hard. Comments. Example. Yeah, Sean, go ahead. I was just gonna when I got that scripture that the Lord gave me, First uh, Corinthians uh, fifteen fifty seven. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. But the, the word victory, when I was looking that up and I, and I hunted that down, and you get down to the root word stuff, and you kind of get a better understanding. Of what that one word means, and then you can like stick a flag post in that thing. It's like, nope, this is mine. I'm gonna take this, <laughs> and it just reminds me of what is it, Psalms 119:11. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. <laughs> and then of course Psalms 119:105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And it just you get kind of they're stepping stones to like fortify and put on an extra piece of armor. So when the there enemy comes at you next time, it's like no. He might hit you with something else. I'm like, uh, and then you realize you got to go get that piece of armor or extra equipment and put that on you. So when he hits you with that, it's like, nope. And then of course he'll probably try something else. But eventually you'll have enough wisdom to stop whatever it is that's coming at you. And then he's just gonna leave you alone for a while because he knows he can't get you. Yeah. And, you know, good point. And the point I want to make out of what you said is, you ever hear connect the dots? You ever play the little puzzles that can you pour along? You got a picture? Connect the dots. Scripture to scripture. You mentioned specific word. Every time you see that word, biblically now, bells ring. Okay, the more you build on that, with whatever it is that you might happen to find interest in, then you can relate to that as you continue studying the Bible. And again, you don't have to go try to find a book and turn the pages every time and try to figure out what this means because you get it through supernatural wisdom. God's knowledge and understanding wisdom is supernatural. That's the great thing about it because it goes beyond the knowledge of man. Now, man's knowledge is limited. Uh, his understanding is limited. That's why we teach and preach the supernatural aspect of the Word of God that has the ability to influence in a spiritual way to give you that godly wisdom and knowledge that we need and understanding along with it. Go ahead. I was going to, when you said that, it just, on me and, I don't know if you heard, I'm sure you have, but there was a guy on, I don't know where I saw it, I'm sure I saw it on Facebook or something, but he was, I guess he was a professor or something, but they were trying to get him to, they asked him, like, can you explain, you know, God and how, to, he said, well, if you can explain, if I could explain to God what 
you know, why God is and what God, could, then he wouldn't be God. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it just goes to show there, you can't explain it because he, he is God. If he, if he wasn't God, then, <laughs> so to me, that made a lot of sense, you know, when they were asking him. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people have seen that, but he was pretty intelligent. Yeah. I think it was a debate on an atheist, and, mm-hmm. and the atheist was asking him, you know, prove to me that God, you know, did this and how God, that God exists. And he said, well, if I could just prove to you that, then he wouldn't be God because he's way above our knowledge and, and yeah. what we could ever think. And, Absolutely. Yeah. But the great thing about God is he's able, wants to share with us. Yes. Well, never mastering you're exactly right. right, but he wants to share with us that knowledge and everything that is beneficial to us to present ourselves. Present ourselves yeah. you, you believe? Uh, you heard about the little girl that <clears throat> told her teacher that whale swallowed Jonah? <laughs> yeah. Anybody, you know about that? She told her teacher the whale swallowed Jonah, and the teacher said, "There's no way. It's impossible. A whale cannot swallow a human being." Oh, yes, he can, because he swallowed Jonah. Amen. And she said, no, it cannot happen. She said, the little girl said, well, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask him. The teacher said, what if Jonah didn't go to heaven? She said, you can ask him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's an extreme difference. Yeah. Well, the wisdom of a child, I think, good answer. Good answer. But sometimes, you know, uh, and that's the reason for studying. Sometimes you don't have answers, and the worst thing you can say is try to answer something you don't know. Yes. Uh, but there's always a source or somebody you can uh, determine and find out. But anyway, uh, you have comments. Go ahead. Yeah. We're going to close up here in just a minute. It's just something life that I've messing in Lama with. I learned a whole bunch about it. If I didn't go get a book learning, I'd have done it. That's a good point. You brought up a very good point. That's another reason for knowledge to share it. And Jesse come by today and asked me, said I uh, wanted to know if I had a belt. I said, No, I don't have one. I said, What what happened? He said, Well, I bought a belt and I put it on there and Put it in gear to mow, said he wasn't smoking. I said, okay. I said, did you check and see if you had it on there right? Yeah, it's on there right. Well, did, I said, what about, was it on the outside of the brake or the inside of the brake? He said, well, if you're talking about them things that come down and guide the belt, I said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I said, you got a brake over there on each one of those pulleys. And I said, if you don't get that thing behind and between the pulley and the brake. I said, you start it and it'll burn that belt up when you shut it off. He said, that's what happened. He said, you didn't have it in behind the brake. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it between yeah. the brake yeah. and the pulley. Yeah. What you know. Yeah. What you know. Any closing comments? John, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and reading the word through the first time, some of the knowledge I gained I mean, you got on the second or third time through the word, reading through it, and each time it seems like I read through, I see something else, or he reveals something else, and something else would pop out at me, and like, oh, how come I didn't see that the first three times I've read through this book, but now, now it's popping out to me, it, it's just uh, intrigued me, and I want to say that to the younger ones in here that may not read their word as much, 
will. I just don't yet. Uh, just to encourage you, if you read through your word and something doesn't pop out at you yet, just just keep reading. And it will. Keep going. Right. If you pray for something, God does it. Well, that's great. But if you pray for something, they don't do it. You know, you don't have to. Don't seem like it gets any better. You better check yourself out. Because God don't put nothing on you. He wants you to be. He wants you to be healthy. But I won't tell you what. There's a place in there where it says God's will too. You got to understand that God is God. Well, He knows what's best for us, and sometimes unanswered prayer is the best kind. Yeah. I think there's a song that I'll tell you. I'll have people ask me, "Well, why? Why does He let that baby die?" Well, I said, "For the first thing, that's life. And for the second thing, you can say, well, maybe God looked down the road, and He was going to lose that that soul." Took him on home then. Yeah, but look, that's in the infinite wisdom of God. He knows his ways. But I told him, I said, I can't tell you for sure. I said, but when you get there, you can ask him. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You can ask him. All right. <laughs> yeah. Y'all stand well dismissed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to be here tonight, Father. We just pray for for understanding father we pray for wisdom father we just pray that you keep keep showing us father we just pray that you give us the ability to keep understanding father and and under and and gain them wisdom in your word father i pray for each and every one here father I pray for the ones that weren't able to make it the ones that are sick and dealing with with sickness father and we just we just ask you to be with us throughout the week and we'll give you all the honor glory and praise in jesus name Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Bro.